Down by the Sally Gardens Down by the Sally Gardens My love and I did meet. She passed the Sally Gardens With little snow-white feet. She bid me take love easy As the leaves grow on the tree. But I, being young and foolish, With her would not agree. In a field by the river my love and I did stand, and on my leaning shoulder she laid her snow-white hand. She bid me take life easy, as the grass grows on the weirs. But I was young and foolish, and now am full of tears. The Meditation of the Old Fisherman You waves, though you dance by my feet like children at play, Though you glow and you glance, though you purr and you dart, In the dunes that were warmer than these are, the waves were more gay. When I was a boy with never a crack in my heart. The herring are not in the tides as they were of old, my sorrow. For many a creek gave the creel and the cart, that carried the take to Sligo town to be sold, when I was a boy with never a crack in my heart. And ah, you proud maiden, you are not so fair when as oar is heard on the water, as they were, the proud and apart, who paced in the eve by the nets on the pebbly shore, when I was a boy with never a crack in my heart. Cuhullin's Fight with the Sea A man came slowly from the setting sun to Ema, rattling raiment in her dun, and said, I am that swineherd whom you bid go watch the road between the wood and tide, but now I have no need to watch it more. Then Ema cast the web upon the floor, and raising arms all rattled with the dye, parted her lips with a loud sudden cry. That swineherd stared upon her face and said, No man alive, no man among the dead, Has won the gold his cars of battle bring. But if your master comes home triumphing, Why must you blench and shake from foot to crown? Thereon he shook the moor, And cast him down upon the web-heaped floor, And cried his word, With him is one sweet-throated like a bird. You dare me to my face, and thereupon she smote with rattled fist, and where her son heard the cattle came with stumbling feet, and cried with angry voice, It is not meet to idle life away a common herd. I have long waited, mother, for that word, but wherefore now? There is a man to die. You have the heaviest arm under the sky. Whether under its daylight or its stars, my father stands amid his battle-cars, but you have grown to be the taller man. Yet somewhere under starlight or the sun my father stands, aged, worn out with wars, on foot, on horseback, or on battle-cars. I only ask what way my journey lies, for he who made you bitter made you wise. The Red Branch, camp in a great company, between Wood's Rim and the Horses of the Sea, Go there, and light a campfire at wood's rim. 
but tell your name and lineage to him whose blade compels, and wait till they have found some feasting man that the same oath has bound. Among those feasting men Cúhollan dwelt, and his young sweetheart close beside him knelt, stared on the mournful wonder of his eyes, even as spring upon the ancient skies, and pondered on the glory of his days. And all around the harp-string told his praise, and Conachar, the red-branched king of kings, with his own fingers touched the brazen strings. At last Cúhollan spake, some man has made his evening fire amid the leafy shade. I have often heard him singing to and fro. I have often heard the sweet sound of his bow. Seek out what man he is. One went and came. He bade me let all know. He gives his name at the sword point and waits till we have found some feasting man that the same oath has bound. Cuhallan cried, I am the only man of all this host so bound from childhood on. After short fighting in the leafy shade, he spake to the young man, Is there no maid who loves you, no white arms to wrap you round, or do you long for the dim, sleepy ground that you have come and dared me to my face? The dooms of men are in God's hidden place. Your head a while seemed like a woman's head that I loved once. Again the fighting sped, but now the war rage in Cuhullan woke, and through that new blade's guard the old blade broke and pierced him. Speak before your breath is done. Cuhullan I, mighty Cuhullan's son, I put you from your pain. I can no more. While day its burden unto evening bore, with head bowed on his knees, Cuhallan stayed. Then Conachar sent that sweet-throated maid, and she to Winham his grey hair caressed, in vain her arms, in vain her soft white breast. Then Conachar, the subtlest of all men, Ranking his druids round him ten by ten, spake thus, Cuhullan will dwell there and brood for three days more in dreadful quietude, and then arise, and waving, slay us all, chant in his ears delusions magical, that he may fight the horses of the sea. The druids took them to their mystery, and chanted for three days. Cuhullan stirred, stared on the horses of the sea, and heard the cars of battle, and his own name cried, and fought with the invulnerable tide. The Lake Isle of Inishfree I will arise and go now, and go to Inishfree, and a small cabin build there, of clay and wattles made. Nine bean rows will I have there, a hive for the honey bee, and live alone in the bee-loud glade. And I shall have some peace there, for peace comes dropping slow, dropping from the veils of the morning to where the cricket sings. There midnight's all a glimmer, 
and noon a purple glow, and evening full of the linnet's wings. I will arise and go now, for always, night and day, I hear lake water lapping with low sounds by the shore, while I stand on the roadway or on the pavement's grey, I hear it in the deep heart's core. The Pity of Love A pity beyond all telling is hid in the heart of love. The folk who are buying and selling, the clouds on their journey above, the cold wet winds ever blowing, and the shadowy hazel grove where mouse-grey waters are flowing, threaten the head that I love. 